And this week's parasha, the Rabbi Shalom gives Moshe Rabbeinu devastating news. Hein karvu yamecha lamis. Your days on this earth are numbered, and you need to groom your successor. Kara es Yoshua. Call Yoshua v'syatsvu ba'oil moed. And let him stand in the oil moed v'atzavenu. And I will give him instructions. There's a fascinating medrash that relates an incredible dialogue that took place between Hashem and Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu did not want to die. And the sun was his advocate. The sun threatened that it would not set. And since tomorrow is the day destined to be Moshe's death, if I won't set today, then tomorrow will never come and Moshe would live forever. The Medrash says that on the last day of his life, Moshe wrote 13 Sifrei Torah, one for each Shevet plus an additional one that would remain in the Aaron. Moshe reasoned, since I'm occupying myself with Torah, today will pass and the decree of my demise will be nullified. However, Moshe sensing that this might be the end, and it was time for Yeshua to become the new leader of Kal Yisrael, says the Medrash, Moshe made a desperate plea to the Rabbi He said, Let Yeshua take over my role as the leader of the Jewish people, but allow me to remain alive and be his understudy. Hashem warned him, If so, you will have to answer to Yeshua the same way he answered to you. He will be the leader and you will be the disciple. Moshe agreed to this arrangement. The next morning, there was a role reversal. Moshe went to pick up Yeshua from his house. And Yeshua, the new leader, walked on the right side and Moshe on the left side. And they walked into the oil moyot. And as soon as they entered, Yared Amud Anan Vasiki Banean. Suddenly, a pillar of cloud descended from heaven and got in between them. And for the first time ever, Hashem spoke exclusively to Yeshua. And when the cloud lifted, Moshe asked Yoshua, Ma What prophecy did Hashem just relate to you? Asking such a question for the first time in his life must have been a very humbling experience for Moshe. But even more startling was the response that Yeshua gave to Moshe. Yeshua tells Moshe, Previously when Hashem spoke to you, did you tell me what Hashem spoke to you? In other words, I am the rabbi now. And you are the student. The Medrash concludes that at that moment, Moshe cried out to Hashem, Let me die 100 deaths rather than to suffer one moment of jealousy that I'm feeling right now. An incredible Medrash. The Vilna Gaon asks, How is it possible that Yeshua, who stood at his Rebbe's feet all these years and presumably learned from him his signature Mida of humility, would be so insensitive to his Rebbe at this most delicate time in his life? Couldn't Yeshua be more subtle and gentle with his response to Moshe Rabbeinu? Says the Gaon that Yeshua repeated verbatim what Hashem told him to say to Moshe Rabbeinu. When Yeshua entered the oil moed and Hashem appeared to him, Hashem told Yeshua, When Moshe asks you what my message was to you today, tell him these words. Previously, when Hashem spoke to you, did I know what was spoken to you? Yeshua didn't say this on his own. He would never speak to his Rebbe that way. But if that was the will of Hashem, he had no other choice but to relay that message. The Rabbi Shalom gave Yeshua this message to relay to Moshe in order for him to realize what it will feel like if he takes on the secondary position, now being the vice president. Once Moshe got a taste of this bitter pill, he said, Rather 100 deaths than one moment of envy. But an obvious question still remains. 
How is it possible that Moshe was envious of Yeshua? The Gemara says, Adam A person is jealous of everyone except for his student and his son. This being the case, how could have Moshe been jealous of Yeshua, his most prominent Talmud? So the Chadush Arim says something very profound. He says, if I'm a Rebbe and my son becomes a Rosh Hashiva, I will not become envious of him. In fact, I will be proud of him, even if he becomes far more successful than I ever was. I will still be beaming with pride. However, if he takes my job and now I'm forced into retirement, or if he takes over my position as the rabbi in my shul, or becomes the Rosh Yeshiva in my yeshiva, then envy starts to creep in. Watching someone else take a position that defined you and bought you honor and prestige is so distressing and hard to take, even from your own student, even from your own son. The Mishnah says in Avais, Jealousy, lost in honor, remove a person from the world. Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us, nobody is above the temptations and challenges of jealousy. Even the great Moshe Rabbeinu himself. As the old adage goes, you can be the moon and still be jealous of the stars. Or in Moshe Rabbeinu's case, you can be the sun and still be jealous of the moon. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.